Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hey, all of you little monsters out there. It's Dave Neal. Thirsty Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. That's right. It is 22224. Going to get to you all the entertainment news in one place. We're going to have some Taylor Swift sightings, an angry review about their hatred for American Idol. <laughs> I can't say that and not smile. Some other entertainment content your way in several Bachelor stories. That's right. We've also revealed clues that we will be doing a top 200 global podcast. That's right. We will be on a top 200 global podcast next week to continue to share the good word of Bachelor Rush Hour. So thank you to all of our friends, family, fans out there, all of our rushies. We need a good term for everybody, maybe rushies, and maybe we can get a rushy rushy design that like looks like slushy and we'll call each other the rushies. I don't know. Either way, um, the empire continues as we slowly take over one cul-de-sac at a time. Let's get into it. You want to start with a funny review? I got this from a few days ago. Zero stars for this episode. Now, credit where it's due, the review did give me five stars, but they said zero stars for this episode. Wouldn't that be fun if you could rate individual episodes? They said, if I want to watch American Idol, I will. I put on your podcast to do some chores and got stuck listening to mediocre American Idol contestants. I didn't want to mess up your overall score, but this episode episode sucked. I gotta, t- I gotta tell you this. This is the nicest bad review I've ever gotten. Or I guess you could say this is the worst five-star review I've ever gotten. But either way, sorry that sucked. Um, I'm probably going to continue sharing a couple American Idol songs. But I tell you what, I'll let you guys decide. Is it okay if I share one, two, maybe three American Idol songs uh, in the podcast? Is that okay to share in the free podcast I gift to you? Or shall we move away from that? You guys let me know. Oh, well, uh, Bachelor's got some interesting commentary from the ladies of Joey's season. Kelsey T. is commenting about her removal uh, from the Jehovah's Witness. They call it JW. I got to tell you what, the fact that Jehovah's Witness now call themselves JW, that's kind of like when Weight Watchers started calling themselves WW. (laughs) There's always like a reason behind it. And I feel like everyone was on to Jehovah's Witness. They're like, well, why don't we just abbreviate? No one will know what we mean. Either way, she talks about the religious trauma and uh, how she felt sort of leaving that religion. We made a YouTube video about it today, but very interesting. She talks about how isolating it can be, but she says, stand in your truth. Know that time is finite and lead with love. I love that idea. I love that idea that time is finite. At least the idea that um, tomorrow's not guaranteed Today won't last forever. Let's spend every waking moment trying to live it up to our best abilities. Every day, we will continue to be presented with challenges. Um, You know, uh, which do we want to make today? Will we choose to let the challenges take over our mood, our anxiety levels, our stress, or will we champion that and dodge it? it? Life's just a game of dodgeball, folks. And every day, look, you might, you know, it's kind of like me with my sugar addiction. Maybe yesterday I ate a sleeve of Oreos, but today I'm going to try to do better. And I know you guys out there are making that same conscious decision that I'm making, which is to become the best version of ourselves. And sometimes, 
you become the best version of yourself by no longer putting up with others. Bobby Altoff says she settled her divorce. She's, of course, the TikToker turned podcaster we've been talking about. She's She and her estranged husband have settled their divorce just weeks after news of their filing broke. And yes, it was pretty fast. According to court documents obtained by TMZ, Bobby claims she and Corey Altoff have reached a global marital settlement agreement and have resolved any issues related to property rights. Yeah, I mean, he seems to have money. He's like a tech guy, and she's really blown up on her podcast. So I think they're both going to be doing just okay for themselves. But again, I don't know if I should be giving Bobby Altoff updates. I don't want to piss off somebody who's listening to the podcast trying to do some chores. God, could you imagine? <laughs> Not to go back, but can you imagine if you're like vacuuming and and I put on a little American Idol clip and you're like, I just can't vacuum any longer. Oh, how laborious is your life? All right, here's a fascinating story that's sure to piss somebody off because God forbid you share any sort of conversations about anything these days. Uh, Fox News uh, shared this a very interesting clip where um, a Fox News pundit said Trump sneakers will sway black voters. You know, he's got a new uh, sneakers out there. They call them the Air Force Ones. I call them the Air Jordans. Eroding from Joe Biden. This is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. They love the, you know, this is a big deal, certainly in, in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his sneaker line, they're like, wait a minute, this is cool. He's reaching them on a level that defies and is above politics. By the way, the guy who's explaining this, as you listen, you go, well, this guy must be black to speak for the black yeah, culture. No, he's he basically looks like if you took Pee Wee Herman and put him in a suit. That's who this guy looks like. Anyway, he's claiming that uh, blacks are now being swayed as if as if we could, uh, you know, and by the way, how trivial to look at a a a a very complicated you know voting is very complicated i I'll, i'll say this though i think that the fact that the democratic party thought they could rely on the black vote i think that's lazy for a party to be like, well, we'll get the black vote. Oh, well, we'll have the Hispanic vote. It's like, no, life's a little more complicated than that. And as I've always said, regardless of your political leanings, every presidential candidate should be vying for every vote. Don't say, well, I rely on the black vote or I'll definitely have the vote of the New Yorker. Or no, 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 no. Uh, how about campaign and champion policies that will entice voters to want to vote for you as president? Um, but again, uh, maybe don't pander with a sneaker. That's a, that's a different con artist conversation altogether. All right, um, let's go. Uh, who's going to win the Dave vote? That's important to know. Well, in other kind of sad news here, Wendy Williams was diagnosed with aphasia, which of course no one even knew what aphasia was until Bruce Willis got that. She's diagnosed with aphasia and dementia, same disorder as Willis. Um, uh, the news comes ahead of a new doc chronicling her recent troubles. Uh, the news came down Wednesday from her care team who blasted out a press release with what they characterize as a very personal update, which they say is an effort to bat down rumors and speculation about her health. I mean, real, I mean, real sad, you know, real sad for anybody out there. Um, you know, when you lose, lose control of your faculties or, you know, start to slip with, you know, it, it just, it's just a reminder as we said earlier, that life is finite. And while we can all hope that there's some afterlife we'll all be a part of, wouldn't that be nice? By the way, will I have a podcast in the afterlife? Dave Neal's podcast, Bachelor Rush Hour, top 100 heavenly episodes. No, I don't know. Um, But if I do, I'll be doing like Floating with Dave, where me and a bunch of other archangels just kind of float around. And by the way, guess what? I don't, speaking of driving with Dave, 
I don't have an episode up for this week yet. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might have to, I might uh, do a comedian buddy. But anyway, if you know anyone who lives in Nashville associated with The Bachelor World or any other influencers, don't DM me and say, Dave, you should reach out to so-and-so. DM them. Reach out on my behalf. It always works out better that way and say, hey, Dave Neal's uh, in town. He's got this hit podcast. It was featured on Time Magazine. He's getting sued from some litigious Linda. You should definitely get on his show, blah, blah, blah. And then tell me you reached out to them and then I'll follow up and then maybe we'll build some uh, bridges over there. But either way, and if you know anyone interesting in Nashville, I'm all on board. Let's get it done. All right. Well, I've got an update on Joe Exotic. I know you've been waiting for this one and we'll get to that next. You know, it's so funny. I'm getting all of the comments from the Patreon community. They watch the podcast live as I record it for you guys. Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. But someone said two free YouTube videos and two free podcasts a day and they're disappointed. Yikes. I get it. And look, it's tough. It's tough to branch out because, you know, ideally I'd like for Bachelor Rush Hour to soon be called just the Rush Hour where I discuss anything I find interesting with you guys and try to give you a full glimpse of not just pop culture, but some entertainment news, some political news, what's going on in the world. I don't want to get in the political, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of politics, but I would like to discuss and, you know, some people, some people have their heads so far up their ass, they go, I don't want to hear the news and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you know, if if there's big stuff going on, I do want to cover that in our headlines. But then again, we have to save room for the real important stuff like this story. Joe Exotic is going wild over MGK's new body tattoo. Tiger, meth, and he's mine, he says. All right, Machine Gun Kelly's got a new blackout tattoo. Um, I guess we're not calling this blackface. It's just literally him. It's like black. It's literally a fully solid tattoo. I mean, I don't know. That can't be good for you. It just can't be good for you. Um, Anyway, uh, what does uh, Joe Exotic say? Uh, He said, anyone remember that line from Tiger King? A tiger and a little bit of meth, and I can make MGK gay. That's what he says. Uh, well, listen, a little bit of meth, and you can make a, a, people do a lot of things, Joe Exotic. He says, once you go Tiger King, you'll forget about the fox. Now that we're practically a new item, help me get the hell out of here. What is he? What? It, who's? Who let Joe Exotic have Twitter <laughs> in prison? Either way, remember the time when life was so much simpler when we had Joe Exotic. Um, and again, I know Joe, Joe Exotic is not, you know, I, I, I know, I know he, he's basically in jail for, um, for conspiring to kill someone, right? Didn't he, didn't he pay someone to kill someone else? I don't know. Guys, it's strange. His documentary was strange, but I think the world would be a better place if we had a new season of Joe Exotic. Um, he'll be, I mean, when does he get out of jail? Let's say, when does Joe Exotic get out of prison? Let's just see. I mean, he's got to be coming up, right? Exotic was transferred to Federal Medical Center in North Carolina in November of 2021, later moved back to Fort Worth, and he's scheduled for release in 2035. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine that? Do you think we'll still be doing Driving with Dave by 2035? My child will be 10 or 11. Can you imagine? Uh, I can't wait till I have a 10-year-old son and I go, son, uh, Joe Exotic has been released from prison. And my son's going to go, daddy, who's Joe Exotic? And I'm going to say, son, 
cancel all of your activities. It's time we watch all of the documentaries on Joe Exotic. He was sentenced to 21 years in prison, but I guess I guess you get Instagram in prison these days. I don't know how it works. All right, in other news here, Darius Rutger was commenting on Beyonce's new country music song. Uh, it's a fantastic song. Um, he said, I hope she wins album of the year. Have a listen to what Darius Rutger of Hootie and the Blowfish had to say. You famously went country long time ago. Right? Got a couple of questions here. Listen, <laughs> look, everyone's talking about Beyonce's new song, Texas yeah. Hold'em. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Great song. You love it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so he gives them nothing, but he's like, you know, he talks a little bit, but this is her song, as you guys know. I hope this doesn't ruin any of your chores for me to play this song. Oh, I'm vacuuming. Dare I listen to Beyonce's Texas Hold'em? It's ranked number one, baby. Number one song. I can't stop playing it. Down, 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 down. So pack your Lexus and throw your keys up. Stick around, round, 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 round. All right, we'll keep it. We'll we'll keep this party going. But I got to tell you what. I mean, not not to uh, not to let people's true colors show. It's a fantastic song. You know what I mean? It's a fantastic song. And, you know, uh, what's country? What's rap? What's hip hop? I mean, we've seen country artists do rap, right? Plenty of country artists will break into rap. And then you will see pop stars get into country, really. We just saw Dolly Parton release a rock album. So it's all over the place. You know what I mean? But um, either way, there are some people with terrible takes on this matter. And I can't help but share them with you the lefties in the entertainment industry just won't leave any area alone, right? They just have to seize control over every aspect, don't they? They've got to, uh, they've got to make their mark just like a dog in a, uh, in a dog walk park. You know, every dog has to mark every tree. Yikes. Right? So that's mm-hmm. what's going on here. Uh, Shania and the other folks you talked about, what they did is they, they were in country music and they went out. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one thing. But people coming into country music have a because uh, I know a little something about country music. All right. And of course, there are moments in that uh, sort of commentary that uh, some are saying stinks of, you know, racist undertones, really. Uh, w- w- you know, w- he says, I know something about country music. Hey, jackass, Beyonce is a performer from Houston, Texas. If she makes a song that's got banjo in it, she can make a song that's got banjo in it. Fuck off with that shit. Here's Jay-Z at the, go- at the Grammys uh, speaking up for Beyonce. Obviously, it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion-based. But, you know, some things, you know... I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you, some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you made it robbed. (laughs) Some of you don't belong in the category. No, 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 that was it. No, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. There it is. All right, Jay-Z, just brilliant, brilliant. He's getting laughs and jeers. I mean, he's a true, true performer, true orator right there. But of course, sticking up for Beyonce. Look, guys, and I, I know most people are on the same side of this story, but who the hell cares 
what genre Beyonce wants to play in. If she becomes, you know, wants to release some Scandinavian folk music, let her. Who the hell cares? Country music doesn't need brick walls up to keep people in or out. And I think most people understand that. So good on her for having the number one country song. Let her rock. All right, Bachelor news. You guys ready to get into it? How Now we've got um, Jen here from the current season of Bachelor uh, talking about how she went on The Bachelor as a PA student. Let's see what she had to say on her TikTok. All right, you guys have been asking for it. So let's talk about how I went on The Bachelor did we? as a PA student. First and foremost, no, I did not drop out of school. I've been seeing your little comments saying, I cannot believe she's dropped out of school to go on The Bachelor. I can confirm that I did not do that. I waited a while to make this video because I wanted to fully tell my story. The deciding factor of me putting my career on hold was ultimately Joey. Honestly, I was terrified when I found out it was Joey because I realized that it was all becoming real and that I needed to ask permission from my school to go and do the show. And you know, I didn't know how my PA school is gonna look at me. And what I did was I wrote my academic advisor a very cryptic email saying that I need to speak with her. And then she called me on the phone. I was like, this is a situation. Can I do it or not? I got so incredibly lucky because she was so supportive of it. Obviously there were a lot of hoops that we had to jump through and other people that we had to talk to in order for it to all work out. But she was like, we can absolutely do this. We can put two rotations on hold for you and you can just repeat them after advanced didactic year. So how my program works is I do two and a half years and in that and if you guys are like me, she sounds really smart. I had to Google what PA school stands for because where I come from, PA means production assistant or personal assistant. Now that's physician assistant, a licensed and highly skilled healthcare professional. Again, I don't, I don't want to bring looks into this, but are all physician assistants sexy? Regardless of gender, men, women, whatever, I think they're all hot. I've never met an ugly physician assistant. And I think Jen proves the point right there. Either way, that's just my hypothesis. There must be something about good-looking people being able to be good as a physician's assistant. And nobody can get mad at that. I'm just complimenting you. You can't get mad at a good compliment, right? All right. Well, we've got Daisy fighting back. We've got Taylor Swift sightings in Sydney, Australia. And we'll get to those stories next. All right. Thought that the U.S. news was hounding Taylor and Travis. Well, the Australians are employing the use of drone technology. They got drones all over the zoos. It looks like Taylor might have gone back to the zoo for a second day. I mean, hey, when you go to the zoo, the, the, the only thing that sucks about going to the zoo are like lines to see things. But if you're Taylor Swift, she probably gets carted to all the cool exhibits. And therefore, I think one of the best things about being a celebrity must be that you get to go to the zoo. I mean, it sounds like the best part. You probably get unlimited zoo snacks. I mean, zoo snacks, they're, they're, you know, you're eating popcorn, you're watching a couple of giraffes try to fuck. I mean, this is life. This is worth living. Taylor Swift wastes no time showing Travis Kelsey the sights around Sydney. Isn't that cool too when, you, when, you're, when you've been, when you know something your partner doesn't know? So she's been to the zoo. So she's like, oh, Travis is going to love the koala pit or whatever. And that That's the title. Taylor Swift and Travis. Travis Kelsey, enjoy day out, meet koalas at Sydney Zoo as he lands in Australia. The lovebirds were seen holding hands as they got up close and personal with Australian wildlife during a private tour of the park. Um, you just see Travis Kelsey fighting a kangaroo. I'm like, this is about as Australian as it gets. The Kansas City Chiefs tight end, whose trip follows hot on the heels of his third Super Bowl win, spotted wrapping his arms around Swift as they walked around the zoo. I I love stupid articles. They even held hand. They even hand 
hand fed some of the kangaroos. Oh, you couldn't make this up. And they met koalas during their wholesome day out. Swift and Kelsey were accompanied by the singer's dancers. The anti-hero hit maker cut a casual figure for the Sunday, sunny day out, rocking a denim miniskirt and white sneakers. Swift slicked her blonde hair black into a messy bun. I think it's supposed to be blonde hair back uh, that allowed her signature bangs to frame her face, topped off her low-key look with a pair of blacked-out shades. All right, that's it, folks. Can you imagine? Uh, Kelsey, for his part, opted for a navy t-shirt patterned red shorts with white sneakers. He accessorized with a white hat and a chain necklace. The duo's romantic day out marks Swift's second time at Sydney Zoo in just two days, having visited it the day before with her entourage. Like I told, I told you this. She went. She was like, "That's cool. I'll go back. I'll see the coyotes again. The coyotes. I'll see the koalas again. They're gonna recognize me." Could you imagine if the koalas are like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh." Get, get all the other koalas over here. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are here. The koalas are just like, no, the kangaroos. Like, all right, did you just win a Super Bowl? I've seen you all over the news. All right, good for them. We're happy. We love following that couple. Sorry if you're doing chores and that your chores are ruined by my coverage of Travis and Taylor. It ain't going away anytime soon, folks. Well, Bachelor frontrunner, one of the very, you know, I, I say that because she's got the most Instagram followers from this season of Joey's season of The Bachelor, has a cochlear implant and she responds to a hate hateful comment. Have a listen. Usually I don't respond to negative or mean comments. And the comment in reference is, how can y'all listen to that vocal fry? And vocal fries when you talk like this. And again, I have no problem with it. Let your vocal fry all the hell at once. What do I care? I've been getting a lot of comments like these ones. And it's interesting because most of the people that post them are people who have fake usernames and fake pictures as their profile pictures. I know I don't have to explain myself, but I do have a cochlear implant, um, which is how I hear. And I can't always tell exactly what my voice is sounding like. I can't always tell if I'm being loud or if I'm being quiet um, or if I have a vocal fry or if I don't. And it's sad because when people do comment stuff like this, it does make me like think about the way that I'm talking. Um, especially when I'm in front of people if I'm making videos like this. And it is sad because losing my hearing and getting a cochlear implant is something that really affected my confidence. And the show, all of the producers, all of the cast, it was such like a confidence builder for me and everyone was so supportive of me. And it's just like unfortunate that people online have to comment and like stuff like this. Um, that make me like in my head about the way that I talk and speak. There it is, folks. You know, sharing, opening up about the haters. And look, yeah, they're going to exist. We've talked about this all the time with those sending death threats to people. And it's like, look, no one no one wants that. No one asks for it. It is, you know, it is a product of too many people being allowed access to the conversation. And I'm not saying that there should be restriction of free speech. I just think there needs to be technology. It's it's like it's like a club. I want to I want to have a table at the club where all my friends get to hang out. That's what I would like. 
I would like a bouncer that keeps crazy people from entering that table. I don't need, it's not an echo chamber. Like I get enough commentary from friends and family if I'm doing something right or wrong. Like my moral barometer can be pushed in, in, the, in the direction of its choosing based on those that I surround myself with. I don't need some random person to offer all of that input. And when you become a quasi-celebrity as Daz, Daisy is, you start, you have to cope and reckon with the fact that new people can kind of, I don't know, annoy the hell out of you. And I talk about this all the time when, you know, we'll, we'll get um, co comments, you know, every video you make, you'll have people take things in a different way. And it's kind of like their way. It's like, it's like basically people that need therapy that instead will just reach out to strangers on Instagram. That's really all it is. And I'm not saying don't reach out to the people you like, but trust me, we, we, we can all use more love in this world and less hate. And somehow social media really brings out the haters, but none of them exist over here. It's all love. That's the Brooklyn way. I appreciate all of you. We are going to be back tomorrow, as always, with another episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. Thank <laughs> you.